What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? Welcome into a national championship edition of What's the Spread, my friend, Mr. Brad Thomas. Miles on sports here. I know you are ready, my man. The stage <laughs> is set for Bama in Georgia on Monday yes. night. Yes. Dude, I'm I'm like, I don't even know what to think. Like, I've told you that us making it to the playoffs like early in the season was like a win. Now I feel like we're going to win. Like it's crazy to think. And it's gonna be the a pretty fun weekend for me. I'm going to see Mac versus Tua on Sunday and then the national championship. I won't be in attendance because it's freaking far away <laughs> to get from Miami all the way up there, but Imagine Alabama wins. I just had like a crazy Alabama experience all weekend. It is sad though that after Monday, you know, we're not going to be able to bet on college football or watch college football for a fairly good time. And that's probably one of my favorite sports to bet on. Yeah, it's going to be a sad day, no doubt. Uh, Another season wraps up. We're definitely going to preview the national championship game today. Uh, But let's see how we got there. It was a wild uh, playoff. Friday, I guess it was, uh, New Year's Eve, and it was two blowouts, right? So, uh, you know, stop me if you've heard this before, but blowouts in the playoff, and surprise, surprise, it was the SEC teams. Um, You know, uh, first one of the day was Cincinnati and Alabama. You know, I just felt like Cincy never had a shot, man. Never. That's that's what we thought. I I mean, they, they, they were never in the game. It was bad. It was really bad. Like, it was one of those things where... I was just, I was kind of embarrassed for the group of five. And they the whole time on Twitter, they're grasping at straws. Like, man, we held Alabama to 27 points. We proved that we belonged. We earned this. And I was just like, dude, you're grasping at straws. You, you didn't score a touchdown. Even Travis Kelsey was on Twitter and said, you know, he's a Cincinnati guy. Uh, he, even Travis Kelsey said, man, wasn't that impressed with Alabama? What? They just held your team to a – the last time Cincinnati hadn't scored a touchdown was two years ago. Yeah, th- this is what people don't realize, uh, especially the casuals in the Twitter sphere that, you know, that were just looking for, you know, for Bama to go down. That was a typical first-round Alabama yeah. game. It's exactly what we called that was going to happen. If you look yeah. at the history of Alabama in the first round, it's that exact score every time they're in the first round. Uh, when they beat Washington – it was that score. Uh, when they beat Clemson, it was that score. I think Washington was 24 to seven. I think Clemson may have been the same score. And this was 27 to six. This is what they do. Saban doesn't want to give anything away in the first round. So he's just looking to get to the national championship. He's not looking to be flashy. And if you watch college football yeah. and understand the game and what goes behind it, then you know that's what you saw in this Alabama Cincinnati game. It was complete dominance from the opening snap. Yeah, it, it, it's like. People were expecting Alabama to go out there and put 500 points up. And, you know, you said it. It really reminds me of that Notre Dame game where yes. once once Alabama was able to flex their dominance. It was just holding on. Yeah, it's just we're just right. chilling now. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll talk about Bama a little bit more when we talk about the national title game. Uh, Georgia, I mean, you want to talk about a blowout. This one was God. even more of a blowout from the opening snap. It seems like Michigan didn't even get off the bus. It seems like with their Big Ten championship, that's what they were content with because this was one of the biggest mismatches I've seen in the playoff to date, and it may have been the biggest one, Brad. Yeah. No, it was 
Wow. It was like Michigan, they won their season when they beat Ohio State. Like That's what it felt like. Even though they played that game against Iowa in the Big Ten Championship, it felt like nothing that Michigan had was prepared for the level of physicality that they saw for Georgia. But it didn't make sense to me. And, you know, me and you, we talked about this. Remember when we were talking about the Michigan fans taking their little lap on Twitter, their little victory lap, and not knowing how they've been there? They acted like they deserved a spot in the championship. They acted like it was their. I think that if, you know, if, if you're Michigan and you're a Michigan fan, all of that talking you did, we finally destroyed Ohio State. We, we, this is our year, ranked to to second in the country. Well, all that nonsense you you can't can't get too high until you get to the to the championship or at the end of the season. Save it till the end of the season. Yeah, Georgia came out angry uh, coming off their SEC championship loss, and uh, excited to uh, talk about that matchup here, the Georgia Bama matchup. But uh, let's go ahead and go into the Rose Bowl. You know, I got to bring it up, <laughs> and, 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 and before we go into what was one of the greatest bowl games, definitely New Year's Six bowl games that we've ever seen. Yes. Uh, speaking on that, I think that this is a testament to why we need expansion. Because if you look at the Rose Bowl, first of all, you want to talk about how good of a quarterfinal matchup this would have been, right? Yeah. You know, uh, you want to talk about Ohio State and Utah, and you've got to think that either of those teams would have given Bama and Georgia a better game in the second 100%. round. They, they they both came out ready to play. Um, granted, it's a more even matchup, right? Because it's not in the playoffs. So there's no telling how they would have performed in the next round. But also speaking about Ohio State specifically, they always seem to uh, be finishing the year strong. And nobody would want to play that C.J. Stroud-Jackson-Smithing Jigba matchup right now. Um, and then over on the other side, I was impressed with the way that Utah played in that game. I wouldn't want to play Utah in the <laughs> in the next round. I wouldn't want to play either of those teams. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was know, good defense, good offense. It was wicked. And then you've got the Oklahoma State uh, and Notre Dame game, the Fiesta Bowl. That would have been a great quarterfinal matchup. Those were two teams that looked really good at the end of their season. Uh, and, and not to say, you know, that Baylor didn't look good. Just because it was a blowout doesn't mean, that, you know, that, that it wasn't a deserving game. But Matt yeah. Corral goes down, you know, in, in the Sugar Bowl and the game's over. Yeah. So you kind of have to put that one aside. And then the Peach Bowl, the best players in the game were sitting out. So I really just looked to those Rose and Fiesta Bowls as, wow, those would have been great quarterfinal matchups. And those four teams looked ready to play. Yeah. Uh, and you've got to think that they would, you know, that, that, that they would carry that momentum into a second round. So it's time to fix this system. It's, yep. uh, expansion has to happen. And I think that at this point, it, it's, it's an inevitability. Yes. But as it stands, the best conference is being represented in the national championship. And I've seen so much outcry on Twitter, right? Because everybody wants expansion. Everybody, But this is why I don't understand, Brad. Everybody was had the outcry because – Teams weren't getting the Cincinnati got their shot. Yeah, they did. Not completely blown out by Alabama. So I don't know why we're still talking about this. The two best teams in the country are playing for the national championship on Monday night. And just because they're the two best teams in the just because it may be a boring matchup to casuals who who are frustrated with seeing the same teams, what makes you think it wouldn't be the same teams if the playoff was expanded? You know, if I think that you're 100 percent spot on. Like, 
honestly, you you know what's even funnier about the outcry that we saw about the group of five is it's like you're, they're not going to be satisfied either way. Like at one point they wanted to get in, they got in. Another point they're making excuses, and I like expansion, but I, I'm glad that the two best teams won. I, I really do believe that the two best teams in the country are going to be playing for the national championship. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and get into it. The the stage is set. Vegas is leaning Georgia, I believe, for a third time in this Georgia-Alabama <laughs> matchup. They are leaning Georgia. Uh, they are minus three. Um, again, you know, I, I put here how much interest is there in this college football playoff rematch, uh, seeing as how we just saw this game in the SEC championship, uh, but seeing as how there was a playoff and these teams had to actually win to get here, uh, <laughs> you know, it's the storylines are there. There's, there's no yeah. doubt, but... What are you thinking, man? I mean, it's roll tide all the way, right? Yeah, I'm I'm back in Alabama. Um, I'm taking money line. I'm not even think twice about it. Like, okay, in in sports, we talk about a history of a rivalry, right? Like, we have to pick the right time to actually believe Georgia is going to win because if they lose, it will be the fifth time Kirby Smart has lost to Nick Saban. And I'm just gonna go with history. I think that Nick Saban is just when he gets there, you have to have that difference maker on offense to take him out like the games he lost when he lost to um, Deshaun Watson. I have to go with Nick Saban because he's a team. Yeah, I, uh, I am with you on this one, Brad. Uh, it's, it's, it's gotta be Alabama, especially, with the plus three, uh, you know, as as you said, we we have not seen Nick Saban lose a big game like this unless they had that playmaker on offense. Exactly yeah. what you just said. Uh, Deshaun Watson was a great example. Uh, but and listen, people will say, "Well, Stetson Bennett looked great," you know, in the semifinal. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he looked great. He, he looked good in the semifinal. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, it, it was it was against CJ Stroud looked really good against Michigan as well. Uh, the, the problem with Michigan is that, uh, teams just couldn't run on that. Uh, passing was not a problem. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that Stetson Bennett had a good game. Michigan doesn't, have, doesn't really have that good of a secondary. Um, but the, the key for Alabama is going to be, can they get Brian Robinson going like they did yes. against Cincinnati? Because John, the John Mechie injury, they were feeling it. Oh yeah. Uh, with, with Bryce Young only getting 185 passing yards, they were definitely feeling, uh, that loss from Messi. Yes. And I am worried to see, you know, in this matchup, can they adjust? Because Jamison Williams was, you know, was such a big factor of that SEC championship game. It was the big plays that got Alabama back into the game and then let Bama run away with that. Yep. So, you know, what adjustments is Kirby Smart going to make on defense here, especially with Mechie now not being a factor? Where is Saban going to go? Is he going to try to establish the run game or is he going to come out throwing? I think that he's going to establish the run game until it gets stopped. I think we're going to see a Ja'Cory Brooks touchdown here again because what we've noticed is it was only one game sample size or a game and a half. Without Minchie, it allows the defenses to kind of hone in on Williams. Brooks is a more than capable wide receiver, you know, and this is his moment. It kind of reminds me of – God, this is a terrible analogy to use because I don't want to win in the national championship this way, but Devonta Smith, when he won the game-winning catch, like that's his coming-out party, very, very – yeah. unknown player. That's what it's going to be for Ja'Cory Brooks. 
Tua to Devontae Smith, two unknown <laughs> players at the time to win the national championship. That is unbelievable to think back on that. Yeah. That is wild. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, when it comes to a betting perspective on this football game, you kind of mentioned it. You know, let's let's go with history, yes. But for me, I'm taking the better quarterback. Uh, you know, just because, you know, Stetson Bennett has a good yeah. game against Michigan in the semifinal uh, doesn't make me think that he can do that again in the national championship with everything on the line. You got to remember that, yeah. you know, he also threw three touchdowns in the SEC championship, but he threw two interceptions that took Georgia out of the game. If you pressure Bennett and Bama goes up by just three or seven or whatever it may be, if Bennett doesn't have a lead, he can't handle that pressure from behind. It's easy enough when you come out against Michigan and everything is going right from the very first play of the game. But this is yeah. the national championship and you're playing Nick Saban in Alabama. Not everything is going to go right from the opening snap. And I don't think that Stetson Bennett has it now. If he comes out and he throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions and Georgia, you know, finally comes away as a better, I will feel fine with that. Yes. Taking Alabama uh, more so than going the other way and, and bending on and Georgia just, minus yeah. three. And then Bama just comes out and does what we expect them to do. So, you know, I want to feel better, you know, uh, about my bet at the end of the day. And I'm going to go with Bryce Young and I'm going to go with Nick Saban. I'm not going to take Stetson Bennett in the Georgia defense. I'm not yep. going to rely on that to win me the national championship bet on Monday night. Yeah. I, the second the lines were set, I already took Alabama uh, money line and I parlayed Alabama money line with uh, Packers to win the Super Bowl. Like I just wanted to get a little bit more value and that brought me up to an insane value on both. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and, and for me, I'm, I am a bit surprised that this is not a pick em. Yeah. Right. Same. I mean, I, I, I really would have expected this to be a straight pick em. The, the only thing that I can think of is maybe because of the way Georgia looked in yep. the semifinal, if they made it a pick them, that everybody would have hammered Georgia. It probably would have moved the line to minus three. Anyway, I you know, I I I feel like the general consensus is everybody thinks that Georgia is gonna play exactly like they did against Michigan. I just don't yep. think it's gonna I just don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. This is a completely different ball game. Michigan, you know, won the Big Ten, but we know that that every other conference is behind the SEC. Yep. This is SEC versus SEC. This is West versus East. Yep. Uh, you know, this we've we've seen this national championship before. We're seeing it again. And I I will be shocked if Kirby Smart actually gets his win, even yeah. with, with, with Bama being the huge underdogs. Uh, but the fact that Nick Saban – you mentioned this at the beginning of the show. The fact that Nick Saban has Alabama in this position should uh, scare everybody in, yes. in college football because there is nothing that this man doesn't work around. Uh, transfer portal was implemented. He works around that. NIL was implemented. He works around that. Uh, going even back further, you know, different uh, offensive and defensive schemes, offensive first approach. He, you know, he he pivots to that. Yeah. He is a guy who is not going to get left behind. Yes. You know, so as long as Nick Saban is coaching in Alabama, there is not going to be a regression because he's going to continue to find ways to adapt to the changing college football world. And we could do a whole nother 15 minutes, Brad, yes, on, on the transfer portal and what we're seeing in college football right now. Because we, we do have a national championship on Monday night, but with with it being a rematch and everybody being frustrated with you know the SEC being in it, everyone's talking about the transfer portal. It's wild. It's even it's it's hard to keep up with what's happening right now. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree, dude. Listen, but, uh, we could talk about this forever, yeah. man. <laughs> Go ahead. One my more bad. thing I'll say, though. Yeah. One more thing I'll say about the Rose Bowl, because I didn't get to talk too much about uh, okay. that, that Ohio State 
Utah game. It 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 was a wild matchup, but the I mean Jackson Smith and Jigba. I just want people to understand the performance that we saw on New Year's Day. My God, and, and I'm getting goosebumps <sighs> thinking about it because I was not able to process it. I was I was sick with COVID at the time. I wasn't able yeah. to to watch that Ohio State game like I wanted to, but I, I am still having trouble processing what we saw with Dude. Smith and Jigba. Insane. I, I, uh, it was a performance for the ages, a, an individual wide receiver performance that we may never see again. <laughs> and it was on the biggest stage. Yep. I mean, just and and that will be the best uh, quarterback wide receiver connection going into next year. That so was amazing. And spending J ball, it was unbelievable. And and, and I want to tell you, I am so proud of CJ Stroud. To see how far he's come from that Minnesota performance on opening night of the college yeah. football season to the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day, it is My unreal God. what Ryan Day is able to do with quarterbacks. He is a quarterback guru. And the fact that we get Stroud coming back next year makes me very excited for the future of Ohio State. Uh, you know, even even the very near future. We've, yep. know, we've got to fix the defense. But the way, uh, you know, I think there's no doubt that Ohio State is going to have the best offense going into uh, next season, but that that performance, gutsy performance from Ohio State. They go down fourteen nothing early. You're thinking, do they even want to be there? They're they're down at halftime. Uh, they they come on the second half, rally and get the win. It was it was big. Again, I wish it was a quarterfinal. Like yeah. I wish that was a quarterfinal game, and yeah. I wish we were playing another one because <laughs> you know because we looked so good, right? And, yeah. And because you see Michigan, and it's like, how did we lose to them? Yeah. It's, it's Driving me crazy, but anyway, I will I will let you get the last word on on Alabama and Georgia. What are you most looking forward to on Monday night? I'm most looking forward to Brian Robinson's last college football game, his last opportunity to make an absolute statement against the best D line in college football. His over under total is set at 67. I think that Nick Saban and Brian Robinson want to do this for him. They want him to go out there and establish his draft stock. And why I say this, for a lot of people who don't know, Brian Robinson, born in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, wanted to go to Alabama his whole life. He played for four years and didn't start a single game. And then in his fifth year, he's leading his team to the national championship. I want him to go out there. I want him to be the game, the game MVP. That's a great story. Uh, and his performance reminded me of Zeke Elliott uh, back yeah. uh, when, when Ohio State made their playoff run where – you know, he had a really good season, but comes out of nowhere to completely dominate the playoff game. I mean, Cincinnati had no answer for him. Yeah. And it, it, them being able to establish him the way they did uh, on that opening drive just set the tone for the entire game. So uh, I, I, I'm with you. I, I'm very curious to see if they can replicate that against that Georgia defense. Absolutely. Uh, but excited to to watch the culmination of the college football season. And then, hey, we, we get an entire month of NFL playoffs. So yes. nothing wrong with that. Absolutely, guys. To it. Good luck, Miles. Great freaking college football season, guys. Thank you for listening to What's the Spread podcast. Be sure to download on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or however else you get your podcast. Take care.